Welcome to episode 13 of Afrolit. It has been forever that your favorite African girls, girls, <laughs> you know, I'm already slipping. She's already a blood in here, right? You can't say, you can't say anything with the. A I know I've been in these streets. Your favorite girls. African girls are back at it again. Yes, yes with yes. more content, better content, better content, and we're so excited to wow. be conversing with 13, you all. Episode thirteen, guys. Um, so Equa, how are you doing? I'm well, and if you've forgotten, my name is Equa. Oh, that yes. was Bobo right before. <laughs> I'm well. I'm graduated now. I'm a graduate. Yeah. Um, How does it feel to be an adult? It really is not cute. It's really not. It's not your aesthetic. It is not my aesthetic. At least it's summer now. So summer is always good. Summer is about being open, more daylight, more productivity, more goals. Life is good. Oh, wait. for, For our new listeners who don't already know, where are you from? I am from Kenya. I know. I'm from Kenya originally, but I've been in New York for quite some time now, and I do a lot. But I think now I can fully say that I am a full-fledged publicist. Yeah, and it's lit. And it's very, very lit. And who are you, Bobo? Um, I am a celestial being. (laughs) I'm South African. And yeah, oh my gosh, I now direct videos, so but, oh yes, 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 she does. <laughs> Get at me. Do you want me to direct your next ad campaign, your next fashion video? Let me know. Um, but yeah, I'm a content creator, I'm an influencer. I know a lot of people hate that term, but you hold it, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, and I'm now in these streets. Oh, and course we're both vloggers now we have oh, to say yes. that we yeah. vlog in these streets Echo just started her youtube channel exactly. Echo, what's your youtube channel so you can follow well and subscribe you can use my name because i'm still figuring out how to change the name on youtube without changing it on your Google Plus page. But anyway, right yeah. now you can search Equa, E K U A, and my last name, M U S U M B A, or EPM to keep it simple. <laughs> Lovely. And I am this fashion fiend on YouTube. I don't post as regularly as I'd like to, but that's going to change yes, this summer. It is. We need to make things happen. Yeah. But, but yeah. tonight's episode. Listen, mm. we... we're about to get into it. Today we're talking about cultural appropriation. <laughs> just because of everything that's been going on. The we just thought, yeah, we honestly just thought yeah. that we needed to add our little commentary. Yeah, we did. On this. So let's begin, Equa. Yes. How do you define cultural appropriation? Honestly, for me, cultural appropriation is when... And... I hate to single you out, uh-huh. but when white people, mzungus, <laughs> like or abuse a certain style or a narrative or a persona mm-hmm. that was created and honed by black people, and most oh, is likely, it always black and white? I feel so. Yeah. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like it's always between those two races. Because I haven't seen anywhere where, like, other cultures 
use of course black people black people's yeah i mean i wouldn't necessarily say aesthetic because everything that we do has kind of infiltrated everyone's aesthetic but i will say like the personas you know Mm. like when you think about how white women love to appropriate certain personas that have been created by Nicki Minaj, Remy Ma, all these different artists, Beyonce. So it's very, very, like, touchy between those two races. And I do, but I do think that there's a way of combating culture. Like, white people can still dress in certain ways, but you can combat culture. You don't have to always appropriate you know? I'm with that. So, for me, I think it's just when Mzungus copy <laughs> you Black people. Like, things that have been created for, for black people or by black people mm. for monetary gain. Ooh. Yeah, yeah I, what about my, you? What is your definition? Yeah, mine is pretty similar. Yeah, I would say it's, it is when white people... Okay, I won't be that specific. I'll say it's when one culture that has... I would say leverage over another culture Mm -hmm. and they take it and they use it for their own economic gain Mm -hmm. or social gain, cultural gain, whatever, without crediting the culture that they're using. I do think it is always white people, Mm. but not always black and white. So I see white people appropriating Indian culture, you know, like Asian culture. Just any culture that's not their own. Yeah. Like, I don't know why they can't be original, but that's another story. That is another story. Um, But yeah, what are your thoughts? Okay, so everyone right now is talking about Katy Perry. Perry, yes. So let's break it down. Yeah. For the listeners who don't know what happened... Yeah, just let them know. Like what? So Katy Perry is releasing her album. I I forget what her album is called, Mm -hmm. but she has a new album that has been released on all streaming channels. And in order for that release, of course, she is preparing for a tour. But she also was doing like promotion for Mm. the tour. So she hosted or brought together D Ray, who is a prominent. Uh, activist within the Black Lives Matter, and he also does a lot within the Black community. Yeah, and he was brought on to basically interview Katy Perry on her podcast, or I believe it was like just for a one-time thing. Yeah, and they talked about cultural appropriation. There are so many levels with this. Yeah, <laughs> so we'll start discuss. at ground one. I think it's really funny how Katy Perry chose D-Ray mm-hmm. and not maybe two dope queens or, or any other black woman. Any other black woman. We need to discuss why white women always feel the need to apologize to us through black men. And the funny thing is, though, which is the second level, she didn't really apologize. Oh, yeah, she, she was just victimized ju- herself, actually. Yeah, she did that voice where it's like, yeah, I don't it was know a little the way I feel is like the way. Okay, let me I, just, I just feel like we shouldn't. <laughs> okay, let's not be rude. Let's not be rude. But I do think that she did, like, especially when she said, because I, I didn't watch the full length interview, but I saw a lot of clips on Twitter, especially the clip where she was like, I needed to come from a place of love and like support. And but it's like, you are 32 years old, bitch. What do you mean? 
And on top of that, though, it's like, don't you have, like, a team that, like, everything you do before it gets released, like, the public, it's supposed to review? Where was your PR team? You know, so I always think, like, okay, these people obviously are just being plain ignorant, you know? Like, I don't, like, I feel like in 2017, like, there's so, you can Google, you can ask, you can use the old school way of just having an open conversation, like, can I do this? You can definitely if it. you were as open and candid about all the stuff that you're doing, not necessarily with the public, but with your team and like, hey, yeah, I wanna go out and braid my hair and like I wanna like do the yo 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 when I'm with Migos. Like, I don't think your manager or your PR team would have been like they wouldn't been have been okay with that. I think they would have warned you, but then at the same time, because it is a little bit of ignorance, or not Who a little bit. Who warned Miley Cyrus, though? Also, Miley is even worse. She doesn't give a fuck. Like, I mean, not anymore, Miley though. She's gone care. back to country. But yeah, that's how Miley never apologized to anyone. Yeah. She didn't make any statement. She didn't acknowledge her wrongs. Like, Miley's the the most trash and, Okay, to be honest with you, though, it's very it's a very fine line. It is mm. a very fine. I will. I will for say what? that to for cultural appropriation because I do feel like okay, as artists or as musicians, right? Mm. They kind of want to sam- like nowadays everything is a sample of something that was a sample of something. Mm-hmm. So it's very difficult to like say, oh, okay, um, I don't want to do rap because I know that rap is like like i don't want to say yeah it's demeaning to women or it's like reserved for just black people like i feel like that's not true like i feel like all cultures can embrace a certain art form but i think the the problem that comes in is that they don't hone in on it and make it their own like recently i just found out about this group i forget what they're called but i know one of the guys on instagram is called nehru jackets and they are like this indian rap group and they have the dopest song ever. I'm going to link it to you, Bobo. But it's like, obviously, they're like taking their culture mm. and like putting it into a rap rhythm. And you can kind of hear like, yeah. you know, the Bollywood beat. Like, it's just so yeah, even cool. Korean hip-hop. Yeah, like K-pop. Like, yeah, and like South African hip-hop. hip-hop. It sounds South African. It's just like they're rapping. But, you know, we put our own flavor on it. So, so why are white people unable? Because to they do don't this? have a flavor. Ooh. Because the shade let's, is actually like, let's, too much. But let's be honest. Like, what is a Anglo-Saxon flavor? But white people have culture. <laughs> How are you gonna look at me? Where? <laughs> wow. I mean, Scotland has a culture. Okay. Do you think white Americans have a culture that? you know is theirs i really don't think they have a culture okay so then what how can we prevent them from that's what i'm saying i don't know if we what can do we do? because i think they, they do. don't like what? it might not be lit but it's there like <laughs> yeah like them i don't know whatever they do I don't know. I mean, I think everyone has a culture. It might not be lit. So we need to understand, like, black girls create culture. So that's first, that's the first fact. Okay. So just off the bat, considering we're the ones who create fashion trends, beauty trends, we are, we are like the flavor 
of Honestly, all you no, know entertainment course. media yeah no i believe anything you. politics 100 percent. it's all created by and now in 2017 it's created by black girls on instagram Really? And then it's stolen so by the Kardashians, but that's another story. <laughs> but so I, I think that I don't know. I don't really see like Indians ever appropriating our culture. Yeah, but then again, there's just a lot of anti-blackness in Indian communities. So I don't. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, yes, but mm. <laughs> yeah, we won't go down that. Yeah, we won't go down. And they have their own. You know, they have their own reasons as to. We all have our reasons as to why, and all leads down right. back to colonialism. So like. The, at the end of the day, the problem is not really them, it's the Brits, but anyway, we won't yeah. go into all of that. <laughs> but I, think- I say that to say that, how would white people be able to participate in our culture without it being appropriation? I think they just have to have a cosign and do it with, like, had Miley maybe done it with a tribe called Quest? Mm-hmm. I don't think it would have been appropriating. The every, no one wants to give black artists money. So that's, so that's what I'm saying. One. That's like, what I'm saying. No one wants we to pay We need us. to be paid. So, like, if you're not willing to pay to use our culture, then, like, you can't just up and be ignorant. Like, every every action that you have has a price. But at the same time, this argument is also can be used for black Americans. Ooh. Okay, let's the, talk about it. Let's discuss. Let's discuss. So because Omarion was recently in Kenya. Mm-hmm. And there was a video of him being adorned and draped by a Maasai. Mm-hmm. Well, the Maasai tribe has their... I will not say like the most prominent, but like they have a very, very vivid, colorful beading and like garments that are beautiful and like kind of represent like all of Kenya in a way because we always like Mm. claim it whenever we're abroad or we have someone dress up like Maasai if we know someone who's Maasai we encourage them to dress up if they have the garments it's usually like what is just done right Mm. culturally speaking so this video kind of went viral on the African interwebs because people were like appropriation done right Oh, I love that he's being adorned. Like, it's so great. Mm. Of course, I feel like all is well. Everything, I have no personal opinion. But I wanted to, like, also understand, like, how this could be looked at as cultural appropriation. Do you think it was appropriation or appreciation? And why? Mm. I think it was appreciation. But I don't know if... Omarion understood what was being ha- like what was happening to him. Like I don't think he really cared to understand what was happening. Like he just did yeah. it cuz it looked cool. Like I don't think so he actually cared that it's like this is like a really beautiful moment and like mm-hmm. you know like if you think about it historically like you know Africans were not really supposed to do that. Like yeah. you know we're not supposed to be together. <laughs> like slavery was supposed to separate us blah blah blah. But I don't yeah. know if he had, like, made it or understood how deep it, like, that was. That moment. Yeah, that mm-hmm. moment. And, like, not that I needed him to, like, cry or, like, make it so monumental. But, like, I don't know. Like, I guess the argument could also be said, like, what more could he have done? And I guess there really isn't. Yeah. But at the same time, I just don't know. And I'll never know how genuine it actually was. Like, I mean... Nothing is... In entertainment... Because also, at the same time, like, he did a music video, like, Distance, and it was just, like... (laughs) 
Like, Which, what video is it, He was wearing that orange sweatshirt and he was in South Africa. Oh, that was the worst video. See, like, so of it's all like, time. you know, how do you think black American, African Americans, or do you think black Americans, African Americans can appropriate African culture? I personally do not. So, yeah, it's tricky because I think cultural appropriation is about power dynamics. There. And it comes down to the fact who has the most currency, and I mean that politically, socially, culturally, in society. If you society, think about it, it's black Americans do have, like, a leverage in that. Because if you think... Us. Yeah, over Africans. Culturally, how? Culturally, because, because when they make music, like, you think about the Jay-Zs, the Nasses, the... Of course, yes, this is only in hip-hop, but, like, mm. if you think about just rhythmically, like, rock and roll was developed by a black woman, like, they do have some cultural currency. It's just... Zungus have been taking it from them and right. not giving them the proper credit where it's due, right? So I feel like they do have some sort of leverage if you think about like that mm. Maasai culture. Like, yes, people know about it, it's known, it's cool. And being African obviously is cool now. That's another shame. Oh, no yeah. Tea, no shame. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, so, Literally. you know, I mean, and for Omarion, like, I don't necessarily, I don't blame him at all. I think it's beautiful. I think it's great mm-hmm. that he went to Kenya, is doing a concert there. So it's like, there's some pluses to it. But then at the same time, and Beehive, I love you, but Beyonce... <laughs> Ooh, talk about Beyonce. Did was Lemonade. I don't think... I think she was appreciating, but then at the same time, it's like, you're not even going to do one concert not date one tour. in a little Lagos or a little Johannesburg or Cape Town. Or that's what Nairobi. That's what, and it's like, yeah. you know, you're using all of these plugs and tools and you're great and you're black and you're mixing the African and whatever. And then it's like, okay, but then give it back to the African people. You know what I mean? That I think that is the main issue with cultural appropriation. It's that people see a culture and they're like, ooh, that's so cool. Let me use that for my own gain, but then fuck those people in the cult. <laughs> like, that's literally always what it is. It's yeah. like Kylie Jenner will be like, oh my gosh, all these black girls on Instagram Camo. are so cool. Camo. Let me take this and then get on Forbes, but fuck all the black women's work, labor, sweat, tears, and creativity that went into that. The Kardashians have built an entire empire of off the bl- the backs of black women. But that's and like name countries. one black woman who has been credited for that. Name one who has gotten her coin from the Kardashian empire. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> who got their coin after Mark Jacobs decided to do his fucking his little space buns? Name one black person who got their coin. Who got their coin? When all these white people took jazz and decided to make it. Who got their coin when rock and roll was taken from us? (laughs) Who got their coin when hip-hop was taken from the African continent? At least the Tribe Called Quest had the decency to acknowledge that hip-hop originates from the African continent. But who has been... I would actually like my reparations as an African... (laughs) And as a black person and as a woman, I want my woman reparations for creating (laughs) trends, participating in them. I would like my reparations from blackness for all of the oppression that I face. And I'd like my reparations as an African from all of my cultural (laughs) 
traditions that have been taken, yeah. I actually need to get paid monthly. I know, That's right? how I feel. I know, that is... Well, I really just went on a ride. You did. No, but go off, Bobo. No, it's real. I mean, for me, I really... I, he, I feel you and I hear you. Mm. But at the same time, I just feel like we don't have the... See... And y'all are going to come for me for this, but I just don't... Because we're so separated and we're so divided, mm. like, we'll never get that money, you know? Who, us black people? Yeah, us black people. Africans, maybe we can, but... Oh, no, we're even more separated. <laughs> <laughs> no, we but, like, all. I still feel like... Because cultural appropriation is so linked to the economy, you know what I mean? And, like, Ooh, even really? when you... Yeah, because it's like, okay, if now my culture is sexy, I'm Maasai... Yeah. There have been so many times where Vogue Italia will literally come to Kenya, use no Kenyan photographer, use no Kenyan designer, Mm. use no Kenyan understudy or anything just to get on the Maasai land. Maybe they'll have the... The cute little, um, or not cute little, but like they'll have the animals there, and then they'll have the guard who protects them there in the photo. But the tribe women who are there, mm. at least now in 2017, they've learned and they are like they have managers and things like that. But back in the days, there was nobody getting any money from this. Like the Vogatalia will come, take their pictures, everything's beautiful, great, have their white model. Oh yeah, and that's the best part. They're not even gonna use an African model. No. They will use their white, white model, put an white afro African wig queen. on her, mm-hmm. and then just sell it on Vogue Italia, and it's just trending, breaks bars, yeah. whatever. And don't get me wrong, Vogue Italia has really come through. They did their first all-black issue. They had every single it model, black model. That was awesome. But at the same time, it's like you do these things and then it's like you don't really change. Like, it doesn't really change yeah. the status quo. Like, you still go back to, like, using white models, appropriating, yeah, like, Asian culture. You know? And it's like, I don't, that's not the point. The point is it's beautiful when it's more diverse. Mm. You know? And I think cultural appropriation is a link to that because it's like, because they don't want to be diverse they just want to stick to what they Word. know and use the cultures that they see that are hot mm. and they want to make money off of it rather than being like oh my gosh kenya is actually a country with people south africa is actually a country with people mm. nigeria is actually a country with people india is actually a country with people let's use these people in our issue mix them with what we want go to the land Ask if there's photographers, do an open call, choose the best one. Like, these are things that can be done. Like, it's in 2017. Like, we have all of these mediums. So it's it's just very, very confusing to me. Like, why still in this day and age, like, we're still wondering. Like, what? Like, it just, it's really, really, like... It's actually so bothersome, you know? Cause it's I just, just like, don't think they see us as human beings. And, but, I mean, that's so... Okay, yeah, to a certain extent, I do think they see us as human beings. Like, they see what... They're watching. They see us moving. No, but it's like, they don't Vogue, want to accept listen. the fact that we can, we can and should be on that magazine cover just as much as Gigi Hadid is. They they can't see that because to them, we are inferior. Like, we are are the subservient race. I think a lot of people are under the impression that 
oh, we live in a post-racial society, so now we're all colorblind and everyone sees each other I mean, not colorblind. I think equal. it's class. I would like to believe we're in, like, a post-racial but still very class oriented oh no i think we are in we are still probably as racist as we were in the days of jim crow in the days of wow i don't think i think the legal structures have changed the mindsets are exactly the same okay it's now illegal to be like you are a nigger so no one is going to come to me and be like you are a nigger but they will go home after they've smiled in my face and be like, that that bitch-ass nigga thinks I'm going to put her on Vogue. Lol. She's not Gigi Hadid. Why would she think that? All I'm saying, okay, it's a bit dramatic. But all I'm saying is, I just don't think we're at a point in society where every race sees black people as their equal. I think every okay, race yeah. sees us as subservient to them. And that's why they feel so entitled to our culture, our everything. And I don't even think they are consciously aware of that. I don't think that every white person sees us and is like, oh my gosh, a monkey. But I think in their subconscious, <laughs> except for the people who are literally like actively undoing all of the toxic ideas that society perpetuates but i think the people who aren't actively doing that in kendall jenner kylie kim chloe they do not see you as their equal they never will trump does not see you as his equal None of these people, Katy Perry, might sit up here and apologize to D-Ray, but it's all PR. Like, at the end of the day, she's going to smile in your face and go home and be like, niggas. And, like, that is just what it is. I feel like we will set ourselves free as black people once we come to terms with the fact that we're just not post-racial. Like, they don't see us as their equal. I feel like in America, in America, let's be specific, in America, it's still, the mindsets are I don't think any race sees us as their equal. But, like, with your races, if there's only black people, like in Kenya, I will not, there's only black people, but it's like, we're a plethora of... within black communities, we're like... I mean, I think the people they, who are woke, no. Of but. course, but I think one thing is that they do view whites as superior. Yeah, exactly. So they'll give them the top job even though they're not qualified. Exactly. That I understand. But if we think about, like, cultural sense, like, right now, a great or a designer friend of mine that I know, mm. she is of Scot- Scottish origin, but has lived in Kenya, has worked in Kenya, does more to help actual Kenyan society in terms of design and brings more attention to money and things like that. Mm. But the problem is that because I guess, you know, she's not that she's like anti-government, but like because she's very radical in her work sometimes and she doesn't look Kenyan, sometimes Mm. she won't get Kenyan media because they just sit like, ah, this is just another Mzungu person doing, you know, whatever. Mm. But it's like she's actively trying to like, and she knows her privilege, and so that's why she's like using it in in the right way. And I think for her, I don't think there's a, like, if there's anything about cultural appropriation, she's actually actively trying to do something right because her whole demeanor is that she wants to bring attention to African fashion and then also specifically like improve design within Kenya. Right. And just because that's her like goal, 
as a designer and like I know other Kenyan designers who are not as active as she is I feel like she's actually doing the work and so if some and people have mm. literally been like you are culturally appropriating our style okay. and society and but for me I feel like even if you think she is at least she knows exactly what type of fabric it is where it's coming from yeah, states that when yeah me neither i never think that's appropriation yeah. but yet she's been called that's up because of the color of her skin so that's why i feel like mm. cultural appropriation is always linked to race like you can't separate it from that but then but like you said is it really because if we're talking about can african americans appropriate african culture yeah that that's why i don't think they can because i think we are two oppressed groups and <laughs> so we just support each other yeah it's just like fam like you're you're dope you're, although I don't think it's always been like that like you said our, being African was has only been cool for the past like, five minutes exactly so before that um, it was definitely it no. was just like but on the flip side do mm. you think that Africans can appropriate black Absolutely American not. culture. Absolutely. So like not. wanting the Tims, shout out to Nyambura. Wanting the you know, wanting the and also shout out to Makundwa because I did not know like I didn't realize how many yeah. white women actually apologize to black men and not black women. Side yeah. note. Are we that but, aggressive? Like <laughs> what is it about us? Like why is everyone so against us? But I black do women? feel like Africans not necessarily appropriate but really try to emulate and aspire to be like black Americans. Cuz it's like, you know, especially or maybe it's when we cool were, thing. yeah, maybe when we were growing up, maybe this is over. Let yeah. us know in the comments. But like I felt like my cousins really like they wanted the food, they wanted the Sean John, they wanted all of that stuff. They wanted like the baggy clothes, the jeans, you know, and it's like who is rocking that 50 cent? So it's like, okay. Yeah. No, I agree. Even like when I was a young one in South Africa, all the guys were like, yeah, every guy had like the stage name, I you know? know? <laughs> it was just like no one even used their government name. It was like, oh, you know, my I'm name flizzy. is Xkella. <laughs> And it's like, bruh, like, no, what is your, your government name? name? Um, and just all of that. You? Yeah, and then, you know, people would try and talk like this, now and um, saying, and it's just like, like yeah, It was good with a hand motion. You know? It's like, you do realize these are gang signs. <laughs> exactly. But like, like, go and try and do that in LA and you'll get shot. <laughs> you know? But, so, I don't, I don't know. I, like, I just, I just wonder. Yeah, I don't think that's appropriation. I think that is appreciation. Okay. And also, I just don't think we have the power dynamic <laughs> in play. Like, I don't think Africans have that type of leverage over African Americans where yeah. it's like we can take your whole culture and profit. Because also, who benefited from that? If anything, they suffered. Like, you spent think, five years being dumb. So I know, right? <laughs> who really won? Sean John profited, I think. Yeah, a bit. so. Who, whereas when Mike Jacob, Mark, Mark Jacobs, when Mike. he took. Our Bantu, our Bantu. Nons. I thought he took the dreadlocks. Oh, he took everything. Oh, he took okay. dreadlocks, Bantu, everything. He made the money. We got nothing. So, like that's you know, Chloe when she stole from Chloe Kardashian. Yo. When she stole, I used from to Destiny. like her so much. Like I used yeah, to. Yeah, I was like, "Wow, you're the cool Ooh, Kardashian." Yeah, yeah. No, you know, like, they're all down. racist. All of I them really, are racist. I'm still coming to terms with it because you know, 
That's why I'm saying the sooner we we realize that we are deemed as subservient to them, you will set yourself free, fam. Like. So what are we? So so what are the goal? Like, if you're a influencer, if you like taking pictures, and you love a culture, how do you avoid being a or how do you avoid culturally appropriating? Like, I just think like like say tomorrow if I decide to wear a kimono, yeah, I'm gonna be like, yo, I was inspired by Japanese culture okay. recently, and like got this from this. Japanese design. That's another thing. Like, don't. That's why Rihanna did that Met Gala right. Like, she got it from a. Was it Chinese or Japanese? I, I thought it was Come de Garçon. Like, it was Come de Garçon. She was wearing Come de Garçon. No, not the one, the omelette dress. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, that oh, was oh. from the designer, whether it was Japanese or Chinese, was from the culture. Yeah. Like, they, you know, like yeah. she was actively participating and learning and crediting the culture. Exactly. Not Chloe, who literally steals, denies, and then tries it's to sue. sue. Like what? That's so. Imagine wild. having that much audacity. That's like, so. That wild. little. Respect. If anything, she should just settle it out of court. Be like, okay, like yeah, this has yeah. happened. Like, like for what can we do decision. now? Yeah, like never. Oh my goodness, that's what's that's what's really getting me because it's like. How could you openly just state that you haven't stole when everyone on Twitter has stated that you stole? And even Kylie, too. Like, I don't know, fam. Like, it's just a lot. It blows my mind. I think for me, a way to avoid is honestly to incorporate the culture in whatever Mm -hmm. you're doing. If you can, in some way, if you have a friend who's from India, ask them, hey, I want to wear this dress. Like, I'm doing a shoot. I want to do this. Like, involve the culture. Because nine times out of ten, when you involve the culture, it's not going to be culturally, cultural appropriation. Yeah. Because at least they have a say. And I think at the end of the day, that's what all of this boils down to, is that each and every race... Don't steal. ...has an equal say in how they get portrayed. Because I think for a long time we haven't gotten that equal vision and share. And I black think people. black people especially mm. because like we weren't the ones in control of it. But now even more so, we're more actively like seeking to make sure that we do have our say and our share. Right. And so I think cultural appropriation is just like another kind of like a disease of just making sure that black people, those who POCs, even though I hate that term, yeah, are no, getting we, their we say, are getting their say, and they're they're talking or speaking for themselves. Mm. You know. Well, why is it though that you think that the discussion around cultural appropriation has always been very American, like they're. Yeah. You know, Africans don't ever really... And even me, when I first got here, like, it took me really a while yeah, to understand. Why, like, like braiding hair yeah, when like, you're not why black. Yeah, like, guys pressed? I just didn't. I was like, why? And I think it's because, like you said, our... Like, because so much has been stripped from us, like, our... The only from, thing that black American, especially African Americans, hold on to mm-hmm. is their culture. And it just keeps and like taken. yeah, and like even within the culture, like, and you love to use this example of how you can't show up to Goldman Sachs with cornrows, mm. you yeah. know. So it's like, but Kendall Jenner can. can, you know. So it's very very segmented, mm. you know, because of the way that meet like the media has portrayed 
our hair versus their hair and like the coils and the curls and the braids being like something that is worn in jail and things like that so until that day really comes it's going to be very difficult yeah and I also just think that I don't know I think on the continent it's not like we aren't attached yeah like I don't know. I just don't think that it's been a big deal on the African continent yeah. to wear cornrows or like braids. Because we see it as a protection thing. Like it's hot. Like I don't yeah. want my hair out. Whereas yeah, I don't know. I just do think it's so much more. Pol- like hair is a lot more political yeah, in America than in a lot yeah more political. That I've learned for sure. But I think one thing that is that we struggle with all over is colorism. Ooh, yeah. And and I do think it is related to cultural appropriation in the sense that, like, they'll allow Zoe Kravitz to braid her hair. Let's talk about colorism within the context of cultural appropriation. Because they'll allow Zoe Kravitz to have her... Because she doesn't have struggle edges. But... Let any dark-skinned hey, 4C hair have her braids not in order. I and the best part me. is, it won't even be, like, white people won't really care that much, but the black women who work at Goldman Sachs, yeah. they will grill you. Because it's like, oh, if you don't look good, then we don't look good. And it's just like a one na 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 And it's like, why so, do you think this way about your own hair? And I do like, think it's linked why. back to, like, cultural... Maybe not necessarily appropriation, mm-hmm. but, like, linked back to, like, how culturally braids and the way that we've been portrayed has been demeaning. Right. So we have to kind of whiteify. <laughs> everything that we kind of do you know Mm. so it's just it's just so confusing to me or not confusing but it's just so like um separated and fragmented for me because it's like there's so many different cultures all of them are beautiful all of them are equal nothing should be like superior than the other Mm -hmm. but it's like how do you go about stating that and showcasing that culturally i mean uh visibly visually there we go yeah, that's that's the question, you know. Of the hour. That it really is. I mean, so shout out to Elaine Weltworth, new editor in chief of Teen Vogue, because I think she's done a great job. Yeah, of doing that. Shout out to and like who's that? The light skinned girl who was dragging Caitlyn Jenner. And shout out to Amanda Seals. Seals. Yes, she is. If only Tanache could speak like you. <laughs> Let's talk about Tanache real quick. What are her mixed girl tears? Like, what is this that I'm hearing? Whoa. <laughs> I'm just hearing, it's just a lot of, I mean, like, I honestly had no problem with it. I think the only thing that she just needs to realize is that hard work takes serious time. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to think, oh, you're grinding? That's good. But Diddy literally just got his, like, big break, and he's been in this game since, like, 1994. Yo. Yo. <laughs> so it's, like, 23 years, fam. What, so she's complaining that she's not famous enough? years. And, I mean, she's just, compl- I, I don't know if she was really complaining, but she was just saying that she's not either Beyonce or Rihanna, so that's why she's not getting any 
sort of attention or press or whatever. And it's like, but they've been in this game, honey. Like, since Beyonce like, was, has been in these streets, you know, like, since like I was her born. Her ethic is crazy. Don't do that to yourself. Yeah. Like, we don't all don't work like, yeah, Beyonce. don't. It, it just hurts. It hurts. Like, <laughs> you know? It's like, you know, have some self-love. Love yeah. yourself. It's okay. You, wow. and she, and it, the thing that blows me is that she is famous. Like, I don't know, like, you are doing, mm. you're getting invited to shows, like, you know, you you have your own niche, you have your own yeah. lane, like, every, that's the thing, so everyone she should what? just stay in there, and basically she was just saying that she has a problem with the music industry, also because of its sexism, but, like, a lot of it is just linked to the fact that she can't, she's not either she has to be Brianna or she has to be Beyonce and it's like and then the interviewer even said but whatever you know like Sierra is also another contender within this and it's like yeah I think there is diversity within that but one thing that is true is that fan cultures make it so that you can only be a fan of one like if you're in Beehive, you can't be in Renavy. Like if you're in um, Believers, like you can't really be in like Tinashe fan. You know, yeah. like it's like very singular. When it's like everyone can be a fan of everything. You know, right. like if within fandom, like there's not really loyalty. Like all of us can buy tickets to the concert. You know. So I guess that was one point of validity that she did state because mm. it's like I do think fan culture is very like singular driven, you know, like people who love Taylor Swift only love Taylor Swift, Wow, really? you know, yeah. it's and that's kind of like that's not good. And also men like to co-sign each other, whereas women don't really co-sign each oh, other. Really? And I also. truly believe that like I never really see someone like and she doesn't have to do this but like someone like sierra or alicia keys hasn't been like yo love this new album from, from SZA. SZA, yeah, yeah. SZA or tinashe you know whatever like at like people who are in different fields can do that so like you know justine sky can have like all of her other friends like yeah. Haley baldwin like giving her the the co-signs and whatever which is awesome i think yeah. that's great but like tinashe doesn't really get a co-sign and she like, from Sierra or something like that, you know? And it's just because I guess they're in the same industry and there there hasn't been that much chemistry or maybe they don't even know each other. Like, I don't know. But I do see that, like, for whenever the media finds two really good women, they always have to compete against each other, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, And it's, maybe that's just ingrained in us. Like, yeah, it we've is. just been taught it is. that... In order to flourish, like, you need to compete. But, like, there is enough sky for all the stars to shine. Amen. So, what are you all doing? Amen. No, I was just saying that I... One thing that I will say about cultural appropriation is that it is a it's a deeper issue and i think it's a conversation that we constantly need to keep having Mm. because i think that's the only way that you really truly solve problems is like communicating them well i have one question so if you are in an intimate relation let's say you're dating a white guy (sighs) nate from yeah you're no you're dating chuck bass yeah because he's my fave from gossip girl um and by the way, I feel like people are going to come for me and be like, wow, Bob is racist. No, I actually, I'm all for everyone. Black people can't be racist. So. Yeah, and also Ooh. black people can't be racist. So, <laughs> so catch, you know. these, catch these hands. <laughs> Don't try me. 
But yeah, I'm not, you know, I'm just, I'm not here to hate on anyone. (laughs) It's racist. But we're just having candid conversations about race relations in modern day planet Earth. Um, But yeah, so. I'm dating I just needed to preface that Mm -hmm. in case everyone is going to be like, oh, so you're against interracial relationships. Like, no, let's all love each other. So you are dating Chuck Bass, or mm-hmm. I am dating Chuck Bass, <laughs> and he comes home one day wearing a dashiki. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Chuck Bass is I wearing know, I a I know, I just dashiki. like pictured this, and I actually like it like, <laughs> Right? It would be such a look. I know, it would be a look. Um, or also, I remember even once having a crush on a white guy who had dreadlocks. Oh, God. Um, so, you know, that hat. Well, you know, you're dating Chuck Bass and he gets dreadlocks. How do you feel and how do you have that conversation? And because now he's dating you, so, you know, a white American dating you, an African, is it cultural appropriation? How do you navigate this? If it bothers you, how do you have that conversation? If, okay. How do you guys share I think share this is the, probably the only way that it's going to work. Mm. If I'm wearing a dashiki, he can wear a dashiki. Wow. Yeah. That's so, the only way Basically, you basically need to sign a contract okay. to be like, on this day, you can wear a dashiki. Yeah, because I feel like if he were to just wear that dashiki by himself, mm-hmm. I feel like he'll just feel out of place, too, you know? Like, he won't feel No, there's some people that are like... You know those Which guys... Ones? And this isn't no, even race-specific. I specific, don't attract those type of guys, though. So maybe that's your like, problem. I've never experienced not this emotion. No, but you know they're those guys that are like... No, you know these guys because know. we met them. That are just so obsessed with African cultures and just African women especially. Uh, I don't know what the obsession is, but they're guys who are just like... They mm. romanticize it. Yeah, or they're... Oh, especially the guys... I really hate because I feel like I I fit that hotep stereotype yeah. so well because it's like oh I have curves and I'm not light skinned and it's like you know I feel like, like you're brown skin yeah John, and I'm know? all about the people yeah. so hoteps just love me but they don't understand that I'm not on their wavelength <laughs> so you know you always have those guys that but they are just think like, they're mm. on they think that you're or yeah. yeah they think that they're on your wavelength exactly you know I mean? they yeah. think that we're riding this and I'm like yeah. no actually I don't subscribe to your respectability politics so I might nice. be wearing a dashiki today but just know that tomorrow I'll be in a thong bikini <laughs> and I will be serving all kinds of looks and you know that meanwhile they think oh this vegan I african know, natural no, erica badu soulful ass woman like they yeah that's know. my personality today <laughs> but tomorrow i'm rihanna and you can stay mad <laughs> so those guys that was a really long time I know, right <laughs> but those guys that are just like mm, african <laughs> culture Yes. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. Chuck Bass. It's a no. That's cheeky. You can. Yeah. But just know if you're not with me, expect okay, all dreads. kinds of looks. Dreads are permanent. I now don't he has to go bold. How I feel about it? Because sometimes, honestly, like on Mzungus, it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it's because your it hair just can't lock look like that. Right. Sorry, fam. No, it doesn't. 
Like, and it looks like, and I really don't like this, but it's like that guy <laughs> who, like, has done probably the most evil things in, like, England and is Whoa. trying to escape back, escape from his, like, yeah. warrants or whatever. So he comes to the middle of nowhere, Africa, and is like, oh, yeah, you know, These are let my me people. people, you know, let me just, like, vibe in, let me blend in. And it's like, okay, yeah, what's the best way to blend in? Oh, I'll get dread. <laughs> it's like, uh but now you're dating this guy, so what I'll do you tell, tell him? him that like we're too bougie for this? What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Are you okay, so you them? associate dreads with? Oh no 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 no! <laughs> I said on Mzungus, not on, yeah. not on my brothers, not on my brothers. It always looks good. Yeah. Always. I don't know if dating. I was traumatized by a guy that I was once seeing who had dread. Now <laughs> so I just it's can't like... do it anymore. <laughs> I know, right? No, I mean, I feel like, okay, dreads is a very touchy subject because hair is political. But yeah. I will say, like, the dashiki, I don't know. Like, I'd rather, mm-hmm. no, like, we have to wear it together. Yeah, we just, that's the only way I can see it not being a problem. What about mm-hmm. you? What would you do? What would I do? If now Chuck Bass is like... I honestly I'm think wearing, it's okay. Like they're wearing it, and he's like, "Okay, I want to get dreads." Oh, dreadlocks, nah, fam. Just stay in your Caucasian lane. You can't get dreadlocks. <laughs> like I'll break up with you. So what no. if he's like, well, then stop braiding your hair. I'll, I'll break be up like, with you. For that ignorant statement, <laughs> delete my number. Block me. Here's the ring. Like okay, let me ask a really dumb question. So, what can white people do? Like, <laughs> <laughs> white people can stay in their Caucasian lane. <laughs> like, why is this hard? You know, I don't. I don't see interracial couples happening anymore, though. Like, it's no, just, oh no, they it's are so happening. hard. It's so hard in twenty seventeen. Oh my gosh, that. no! Don't smash my dreams because we're too woke. Like we're woke. Don't they smash aren't woke. my Caucasian dreams. I'm smashing them, fam. It's wow. Because it's like we're just too. You know, like everything is. But what? what I, don't know, I will but say though, black everything men, black is men so are problematic. Everything is so touchy, you know? Like, he yeah. can't really wear a dashiki. Like, I'd be... D- Honestly, the only way that he'll be down is mm-hmm. I need him to learn how to cook ugali, sumawiki. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think black it's men can be cool. like, just as problematic as white men. So, <laughs> either way, like, just date a woman. If you really want a stress-free relationship, date a black woman. No. Solution. No, because women, black women are stressed too. No, we're so chill. We're so stressful. Are you kidding I me? I don't understand how are we stress. Like, we're oh, like, should I get? Should I? Should I get a new wig? Should I get a new weave? Should I get braids? Should I get? And now you have to deal with all these different options. Okay, which one looks good? And yeah, all really good. and now you have and a girlfriend like, who just switches it up every month. But like, it's damn, like, Rihanna, which one do you wear? And it's like, oh, oh, you didn't tell me that my <laughs> eyebrows didn't look good. Oh my gosh, I hate you. I can't stand you. <laughs> you know, like, think about it. Think about it. Like, oh my gosh, no. you look better than me at this event. Like, oh, you don't want me? You want me to be the ugly girl? Like, what is No, I don't on? date such petty people. Listen, I have no time. Listen. Listen. No, all my days are on point. Listen. You know? Listen. I'm scouting for a woman. Any race. So slide into my DMs. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's a lie. Wow. So you can have get out happen to you. <laughs> 
Good luck. Good luck. <laughs> wow. You see, the flip side of Gossip Girl is that Nate and Chuck are basically the girl's brother. So, just know. Which girl's brother? In Get Out. Oh, wow. Yeah, that is prep school. That just had me shook. That is prep school, I boy. I shook it. That is prep school. Not Dan, though. Dan. Dan yeah, Dan, Dan should have been the black guy, honestly. Know, but but no, he shouldn't because he was like the broke guy. So actually, Nate should have been, <laughs> been the, the black, black guy. guy. Yeah, Nate. Yeah, I agree. Nate yeah. and Vanessa. Vanessa should have been a black girl. But yeah. that's just our own tea. Yeah, I, yeah that would have been me, honestly. Um, you either cut off your dreads or we break up. That's real fam. But yeah, I think this kind of is... It's very nuanced. Yeah. But it's... Is. It's a conversation that I do believe that in order for us to be a progressive society, at least a little bit on mm-hmm. this planet Earth, we have to keep having this conversation of cultural appropriation. Because it's important, and I think it's high time that a lot of cultures, or more cultures, get the proper recognition that they deserve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. On that note... Thank you for listening. It is. Let us know your thoughts. Let I know this know was probably one of our most controversial right. conversations. Right, right. And also, on a side note, we are helping promote the Full Moon Festival. Oh, yes. So, if you love Vic Mensa, which I do, he's signed to i believe good music so he has a kanye Ooh. west nod who knows when kanye exactly. will show up give his give us a rant you know? know we need it um Kalela will, be there. will be there so soulful so if you're based in new york city afrolit has 20 percent off all tickets so if you yes. use their code it will be in the comment section below you can get access to 20 percent off what's our code afrolit so just use the code AfroLed. Exactly, it's so easy letters. to remember. Yeah, it's capital and you will get twenty percent. The tickets are already so cheap. It's like forty dollars. Yeah, like and you get to Ball see was three hundred dollars. Right, you and get to see all the celebs, and it's chill. Exactly, and we'll be there, so you know it's lit. It's so lit. So, so yes. And you can come have a great time. Governor's Island is only open during the summer. So let's go, like, rave. Yeah. You know? Honestly. Like, if you, if you come and your outfits fly, I'm not going to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I will slide but in your DMs. <laughs> yes. I will get Bobo to slide in your DMs. You know? So that's a great guarantee. Guys, girls, everyone. Full yeah. moon. July 8th. Yes. We Mark would love calendars. to see you. So yes, on that note, now that we know not to culturally appropriate, yes, come that through. We serve a look too. at Full Moon Festival. Yeah, without appropriating anyone's culture. Totally. All right. All right. It's been lit. It has. See you next time. Don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms. We are on Instagram, YouTube now. We're. Twitter. Oh yes, yes, we are. Yeah, and we're on Twitter, our own Afrolit account. Yes, finally. So, yes, you'll see the new episode up there and yeah. a link to the festival. All right, bye, guys, girls. <laughs> Bye. Bye.